Hey, this is Dan at the Log Cabin. We are coming at you with episode four. Thank you for joining us today. Hope to cover some range of topics today. There's a lot been going on. It's been a while since this last episode, and there's just a long laundry list of things that are going on. So first off, let's start with Levi the Poet, June 10th. It was amazing, and if you weren't there, you missed a really great show. What ended up happening is we were going to do it outside, but the weather was, we were unsure if it was going to turn for the worst or go bad, so we made a decision to head inside, and it kind of created for a more intimate uh, setting. Sadly enough, as you were all wondering, did I do a podcast with Levi? I did not. We're in the works on that. It's going to be a little while. He's got a pretty crazy busy life. I mean, as any artist would expect. And I've got a pretty crazy busy life. And I think he was just grateful to get nine, ten hours of sleep uh, the night that he he uh, stayed over. So phenomenal show. I wish you all my listeners, you could have been there to to hang out to drink coffee that he provided, to have a good time, to have some conversations. It was an interesting night. Maybe that's a story for another podcast episode. But, um, hey, there's someone coming up my doorstep. Um, yeah, hold on a second. I got to let this guy in. Hold on one second. He's at the door. Wait, what are you doing? You just can't come in and make yourself comfy on my microphone. What do you, who are you? Howdy, neighbor. Uh, I was just walking around the neighborhood, and um, I noticed that you, you're... Um, I've, I've never seen you before, by the way. How, how are you calling me neighbor? Well, um, I, I kind of live in the backwoods area, so it's like... You um, live in my backyard? No, 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 sir. I live... Uh, you sound like you're from Canada. Are you lost? Um... Well, originally I'm from Alberta, eh? Well, you you could probably tell from my accent. Um, I've been making it a habit to um, hey, pooch, not the scratching. I've been making it a habit to um, get acquainted with any neighbors I have in the area, eh? So um, so welcome to the neighborhood. My name's my name's Al, and um, thank you for having me on your podcast. I have to admit, Al, this is pretty weird. You just kind of barged in here, saw the microphone, and jumped on it. I'm just kidding, ladies and gentlemen. The weird guy that you're hearing right now is actually my little brother, Ethan. And uh, we wanted to, ha- I wanted to have him on as a guest because he's got a very special talent that he's been going to New York City to get better at, to learn the arts and the craft. Uh, arts and crafts oh my goodness to uh find his craft on doing voiceovers so without further ado ethan what made you want to get into voiceovers what what was the the pinpoint place where you heard something and like i want to do that honestly uh i think the starting point was just me at my grandmother's house uh, watching Cartoon Network, like, um, Animaniacs, um, <laughs> uh, uh, Freakazoid, if any of you remember that amazing show, by the way. Yes, Freakazoid. Freakazoid, Freakazoid. Okay, go. Okay, so anyway. But it wasn't until I've seen, I was like, it wasn't until I saw, like, this new animated television block called 
Toonami that my interest really started to spike. These cartoons when we were like when we were little kids, like watching Toonami. Yes. So at yes. that at yes. that age, you wanted to you wanted to be. Um, do voice well it was actually more of an interest actually it's like the the interest the the career the wanting to go into it as a career came years later but i was always fascinated i didn't know it was a job it was like tsunami there was these it it focused on like these more serious cartoons which focused on action you know like um some of the cartoons daniel and i uh used to watch were um justice league Batman Beyond, and uh, our personal favorite, Dragon Ball Z. And it focused on action. It's just like, I was always fascinated how about these, about how these people could just like lend their voice to this picture on a TV screen, give it a personality, give it believability, give it shades of color, give it, give them likes, give them dislikes, give them hopes and dreams, and just bring them to life i didn't know that was a job i I only found about that years later and when i found out about that and i started like experimenting with a microphone i had i just i just slowly started to realize that this is something i want to look into and slowly as i worked up toward it i started i came to the conclusion this is something i want to do now we, I mean, I've been out of the picture. I mean, not out of the picture, but being in the military, being away, traveling, not being, uh, being out of the house. You've been with mom and dad, and, um, and how did they kind of foster this dream? And when did this dream come about? Because you were still kind of unsure. And one of the things I want to actually talk about, we'll come back to, but I'll, you have Asperger's, and this is something that you've been. Um, not battling with it's a part of it's a part of who you are yeah but yeah. it all it makes things uh, sometimes things a struggle so um we're going to come back to that subject but tell me more about um when when you got that push from mom and dad or who was the the, the person that ultimately gave you the push and i want to say it was gretchen but yeah i i'd say it was probably uh gretchen Gretchen. Uh, i keep forgetting your last name gretchen what is it Gretchen Puentes. Gretchen Puentes. Gretchen is uh, our, um, very, our mom's best friend. Very close friend of our family. And uh, we're going to do a shout-out to Gretchen. If you ever listen to this podcast, which I hope you do, we love you. Shout-out from the east to the west and but, all the way back in between. So who ultimately – I know mom is a huge proponent in your corner, but who ultimately was like, you should do this. This is something you should do. Uh, wow. It was like – wow. It was like – um. I don't think it was one person. I think it was a culmination of everyone's response to it. I've always done these funny things with my voice, impersonations, made up things. It's just um, those voices on cartoons and TV, anime, radio dramas, whatever, they kind of inspired me to get creative with my vocal cords. So... I started doing impersonations of people, like um, like there was this hysterical um, Pizza Hut commercial back in like 2004 or five with the Muppets, and like a uh, Miss Piggy would like um, take a microphone and shout at a woman, "Step away from the frog!" Yes. And I just found that hysterical, yes. and I would. I remember and, doing that with you. And I would impersonate that over and over again. I, I it was like, 
if if I found it funny or like really cool, I would just like say it over and over again. Um, sometimes to the annoyance of certain people, but it's just like, I guess that was me at the time doing what I loved, but I didn't know that was something that you could actually do as a job. I just thought that was just, I thought that was just someone found someone on the side of the road and say, Hey, come into the studio, record for this TV show. Okay, get out of here. <laughs> I didn't know it was a job you could actually get paid for. Now, how did you end up getting the connection with New York, going to do um, voiceover lessons, to do voiceover schools? Um, when did that happen? Like how long ago? I'd say it was 2013, maybe 2014. I started researching how these people got the voices on like uh on tv shows not even just cartoons and anime and stuff like that it's like things where you hear their voice but you don't see them it can be everywhere radio commercials tv commercials Mm. airplane announcements um museum museum narration it's just like it's everywhere i just i started looking that up and much to my surprise, I found out this is actually a very, a very professional job. It's like, it's like, it, well, there's a lot of hard work involved. There's a lot of hard work involved. It's very artistic, very creative, very challenging. All of which I do enjoy. I what love. Are, what are some of the challenges? Some of the challenges is that. I mean, anyone can do a funny voice. It's like, <laughs> welcome to my silly Willy Kingdom. But you've got to be good to take that voice, sculpt it, make it clear enough that someone says, you've got the potential for this. You've got talent. We want you on this. It's like anyone can do a voice, but only those who don't give up, who have the art, who have the passion, can really pursue this. Anyone can, I'd say, not everyone can do this, but even if you don't have the talent, if you have the drive to never give up, you could grow to have that talent. And that's, I'd say that's kind of like half the story with me. I've probably always had this talent. It's just that I needed someone to help me sculpt it, sculpt it, refine it. And push you in the right direction. I had raw talent, but it needed to be refined, made I need to I need I needed to be told how I can do this, what I need to do, what are the steps I need to take, what are the training exercises I need to do. Now, let's let's talk about a little bit about Asperger's. Like okay. how I mean as a kid, you and you and I were always kind of different. Mm-hmm. I mean, me having ADHD and having trouble focusing in school and it taking a lot mm-hmm. to kind of uh, school was hard for me, but for you, I mean, there, there, there's some different, there's some differences in, uh, in the intensity of how Asperger's is. Um, do you feel like that, that has hindered you or is it just something that you've learned to accept that there's some things that you just don't understand? Uh, tell us a little bit more about kind of being, so having, having Asperger's and living life with Asperger's. Well, I think it's a little bit of both for me. 
for me, I think it's only a hindrance if I let it, if I make excuses and I say, it's not me, it's the Asperger's, which I think is complete BS. It can make things harder, but it doesn't control me. So you feel like it's a cop-out if you're just like, oh, it's the Asperger's. Yes. I think it's just a total BS answer. So you've em- you've embraced it. You've embraced it, that this is a part of you that that sometimes you you don't you don't understand some things like yeah. uh, I, I I hate using the word societal norms because <laughs> what is what is normal as yeah. we found out but I mean there's certain aspects of like a holding a conversation which I mean let's look at I'm gonna go back a little bit there were times go you on. just didn't know how to have a normal conversation oh yeah you were everyone would be talking about one thing and you jump in and talk about frogs and then you jump out of the conversation but I mean you've grown leaps and bounds but also at the same time it's like this is who you are and i that's that's what i love about you this is who you are you're very upfront this is a, a struggle but it's also who i am mm-hmm. but um do you think um i don't know i i don't know how to continue on with that but i i i'm it's, it's been a real privilege to see how much you've grown over the years where mom and dad were battling for you in mm-hmm. the school system and making sure that not just battling you... battling tooth and nail they would not let them win yeah uh yeah no i remember that where they were trying to brush you aside and that mom and dad really pushed for you that you you could function at a high level and you do function at a high level um i just want to point out ethan uh used to just play video games all the time. He would eat. He would sleep. He didn't do a lot of stuff. And then one day he decided... That the unholy trinity. <laughs> he decided that he wanted to make a change in his life. Now, I remember coming home one year from the military. And Ethan was a, uh, went from a, a hefty 225, 230 to a Understatement. slim and trim 170, 165. I couldn't believe it. It was like, what happened to my brother? <laughs> and uh, he's really kind of pushed himself to that there's more in life no i'm not bashing video games at all but there's more in life to explore and experience and reaching out and doing new things and going outside and being a part of those things instead of um, many asperger's kids tend to focus on things that they enjoy or focus on things that they're good at they just more often than not yeah they just more often than not they really really like to stay in their comfort zones like it's really hard to get them out and but not impossible. No, not impossible. And you're an example of that. And I, I it's amazing that, that um, amazing how far you come. It really is amazing to see you grow. And I mean, let's put it this way. Um, Ethan, when he was younger, we would go into Boston and, you know, go and do day trips like the Science Museum or uh, anything yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. And just Ethan would be in the backseat of the car just chewing on his fingernails nervous about being out with big groups of people they caused him a lot of anxiety to really? eat huh. it caused you a great I... amount of anxiety wow i don't remember that um i guess that's for the best it is and now to ethan is go- going into new york city by himself taking the bus or whatever however it means he's taking the bus into new york city and i just want to point out my baby is upstairs screaming at us so this is going to be the 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 raw unfiltered cabin Life in the Cabin episode, but Ethan would, is going into New York City by himself, training to do voiceovers, training to refine his craft. He's t- taking notes. He's doing all the homework he has to do at home. I mean, this is unbelievable. 
Like, stuff like that would just terrify him, and now he's doing it all by himself. Um, no one is holding his hand. He, if he needs help, someone shows it to him or tells him what to do, and he does it, which is incredibly impressive. And I applaud you, Ethan, and I applaud you for taking, finding something that you really enjoy and taking it run with it. Because I know, and I'm gonna, mom's probably gonna beat me when she hits up. She was so worried that you weren't going to be able to function at a high level, that you weren't going to be able to hold a job, that you weren't to gonna... the To the point where she got so scared, she she got put in like a, was it a mental hospital? No. She, well, not, in a, not an she asylum. To, not no, an asylum, mind ho- you. And I want to talk more about mental health and as the podcast progresses, and we'll dive into it. But, yeah, mom had to do a stay. She was so stressing out about you, about home life and all that. She had to do a, a, a couple days in the hospital. But um, we'll go into that later. Um, that's an issue that's kind of near and dear to my heart is mental health. And Ethan is kind of like a, a window into that as far as Asperger's and mental health. But um, it's a real testament to your perseverance, Ethan, and amazing to, to see he's uh, just doing well. Um, mind if I ask you a little something personal uh, um, on the podcast? Uh, that depends what you have in mind. Uh, how are you doing with... Um, the passing of, of dad how are you processing that and how are you kind of i don't know using that as maybe a little bit of motivation to to do well at your voices I, I i know we talk every now and then but kind of talk on that what is it like not not having dad around well dad had a palpable presence to him even though even though he wasn't um interacting with people he would he was in his room watching watching TV. He, he had this presence that you knew he was there if you needed to talk to him. Dang it, Daniel. He was you felt he was there that you could talk to him if you needed to. I found that presence very comforting. Even even with the the cancer. Yeah, but now that he's gone, that's makes the house feel very empty. Yeah, it's a big, it's a big hole. Um, but uh, all right, one more thing. I'm gonna put you on the spot here, and I know you wanted to be prepared and you Alrighty. wanted to have a script. Okay. But can you do a couple voices? Uh, do a couple examples of your voiceovers right. on the spot, and you can be loud because they're being loud upstairs. There's okay. no need to hold back. Okay. So, um, without further ado, my brother Ethan Gregoire. Alrighty. Um. Let me start out with a few voices that I've made up over the years. Um, this one's my personal favorite. Um, and as a little bit of a thing I do, I often give the voices I create names. Like this voice I call Wally. He's kind of a goofball, high-pitched, always gets himself into trouble, but always finds a way out. Kind of like this. Now, this is actually a line I put on my voiceover demo. So if you ever hear it... Um, you're gonna recognize this one. <clears throat> don't worry, I'll just I'll, <clears throat> don't worry. I'll just connect this gas can to your car, and you'll never have to fill up your tank ever again. Let me just get my blowtorch. <laughs> and um, okay, I've done like a few others, like um, this just kind go, of. Just go, just go, just spit it out. Okay, it's like a. Do like succession. Give succession, a, like and a, give a couple pauses so we can okay. pepper up the voices. This one's a uh, a boy who's gone through a tremendous loss in like a bit of a sci-fi universe hard to believe it's been five years since he died when he got those powers nobody knew what was going to happen 
We thought he was invincible. Oh, Ben. And then, um, okay, now here's another one. Um, and finally, for today's dessert, we're going to be making little sugar muffins. Made of little children! <laughs> And um, one more. Let's get okay, one let's more let's in. do an. How about we do an impression? I'm really good at impressions. Okay, do an impression. Okay, I've been working on this one recently. I think it's pretty good. Actually, not. I'm gonna go with my best one. Go ahead. Okay, we this gotta, we gotta is go Smeagol. Soon. Okay, this is Smeagol from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> What's it doing, stupid fat hobbitses? You ruined it. <laughs> That is by far my best impression that I can do. I can do quite a few more though. But uh, as always, you're you're trying to improve your craft and and getting better at this. And um, you've gotten a couple calls, a couple interviews. Tell us about that quickly as we as we close uh, this episode of uh, the podcast. Um. Well. Um. I'd say. Um. Lately, I've been I've been sending out my demos to places. Uh, where they might want to have me audition for a role, and about a month, Jimmy, about a month ago, I um, a friend of mine listened to my demo and said, you know what, there's a guy at this local lemon local TV station in Lemonster that might want to hear your voice, so um, I went to Lem- LTV in Lemonster, and um, Jack Selly um heard my voice and uh, he said you sound pretty good. Uh, here's a few places you might want to look into and. I swear, as soon as we were leaving, the executive director of LTV came and said, with a microphone in hand, came up to me and said, okay, I want to hear this kid in action. And so um, as we were leaving, mind you, and so we went, into the, we went into the recording studio, and I did some voices, and Carl Pierre Marini, who's the executive director, um, my friend said, is not easily impressed. But when I was in the studio recording, he said he couldn't keep his eyes off me. He was just really impressed with um, my versatility and range. That's awesome. All right, one last thing. Favorite uh, – I was. it's actor, right? Favorite actor? Actor who does voiceovers? Is it – or what is it? Just a voice? Voice actor. Voice actor. Favorite oh. voice actor. Go. Okay. I've got a few. Um, top three. Top three. Um, Nolan North – the voice of uh, Nathan Drake from Uncharted, Sean Chamel, who does the voice of Goku from Dragon Ball Z, and um, probably I'd have to say Tony Jay. The, he was the voice of many characters in 90s cartoons, but my favorite voice of his would probably have to be... Um, uh, what, what was the name of the villain from that 3D series, uh, Reboot? Uh, megawatt or something it's like no idea. he had this deep <laughs> you know better than me he had this deep okay for a voice you'll probably recognize Chairface from the tick joni j had this deep shakespearean voice that just demanded your attention and would not compromise you had to give him your full attention he was just wow that's that's pretty incredible uh, but no no mark hamill Oh, how can I forget? Yeah, okay, he's on. He's easily my, in my top three. Mark Hamill, I'm sorry. How no, can I forget? that's all right. Mark. That's all right. Hey, thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed listening to my brother and uh, being able to talk about openly about some of the things that um, maybe are uh, 
you don't don't have experience in maybe there is someone in the family that you, and you don't know how to interact with them that just maybe you can turn them uh to this podcast and and show them that hey there are people who struggle with asperger's that they can do amazing things and nothing nothing's impossible so thanks for tuning in guys this is episode four this is dan and ethan signing off hey guys continue to live simply